Welcome to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks, and I've got another Sam here in the studio today, Coach Sam Williamson from Tennessee Tech, assistant head coach and also defensive end coach over at Tennessee Tech. His playing days were down at University of Alabama, Birmingham, with a local product, Watson Brown, as his head coach, and we'll really get into talking about that. And Welcome to the show, Sam. I appreciate it, Sam. Thank you for having me, man. I, first of all, I want I want to thank you, Sam. I want to thank you in front of everybody, man. I, I remember when I first got to Cookville, Tennessee. I didn't know anybody. Uh, you were one of the first guys I met, man. And and ever since then, you know, you you've been a fantastic friend for, uh, to me, and uh, I really appreciate that. It made made it feel like home, and uh, I can't thank you enough. I want to say that in front of everybody, man. I appreciate you. Well, I, I appreciate that. You, you're easy to get along with. The only the only thing is, I'm five nine, and you're not. <laughs> and uh, you know, I don't like standing beside you sometimes we, we took a picture coming in here to you know, yeah. post on facebook i tried to get on my tippy toes as much as possible and it didn't really help oh, a lot, so sometimes sometimes i wish i wasn't so big I no that. no you don't gosh i would have given uh, years ago i would have given anything to have about half your size but mm. um you know it is what it is but yep. um pleasure to have you man going to be a great conversation as i was telling you before uh Probably going to end up being a part two or a part three. Gotcha. And we yep. got to beat Tommy Squires. Yeah. No doubt. He's Uh-oh. got the record for parts. He's got three parts. Oh, so far, man. So. I got I to gotta get a fourth. I yeah, got to get a fourth. You got to get a fourth in just, <laughs> just to beat him, to keep him quiet. So yeah. uh, we'll, we'll work on doing that. But uh, welcome to the show. It's great to have you. I'm real interested. I've known you for a while, but mm. uh, I'm going to find out a whole lot more about you. You've been, been here at Tennessee Tech for a while. We're going to talk a, a lot about tech, especially in the third segment, but really need to introduce you to the folks out there who may not have met you um, or know you yet. And of course, this thing goes out on podcasts all over the world. So, you know, a lot of folks will listen. And so we'll describe pretty good who you are, where you grew up, you know, let them get to know you a little bit better uh, during the course of the show here. But just really excited to have you on here, man. I can't wait to to learn a lot. I I told you when we started, I had your your former head coach, Watson Brown, on here. And, you know, I I got a feeling, you know, him and him and Dwayne Alexander are, are kind of close and, you know, kind of, uh, I don't know how to say this, but kind of shutting them up during the interview. Yeah. We're, we're going to move on to the next question. Uh-oh. I don't think you're going to be anything like that. I I, I'm just poking about actually the best shows you know, when, when you guys talk and yep. I just listen. But um, Watson, you know, I, I asked him the first time I had him on, I asked him one question, and 31 minutes later, you know, we were done. He was still going. <laughs> he was still going. I got a bunch yeah. of those lectures in my day, oh, so my I, 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 I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I'm interested to hear some of those stories about yep. playing for Watson um, as we talk. But let's go ahead and dive into uh, Little Sam. And let's let's let everybody know where you grew up. Tell us a little bit about your family and how it was growing up. Gotcha. Well, first of all, uh, I'm, I'm a father. Uh, I'm a son to great parents. I'm a brother to my older sister and my my younger brother. Uh, I grew up in, uh, we, uh, in in Greenville, Alabama. That's South Alabama. People don't know I'm I'm as country as they come now. <laughs> I grew up in a little small uh, community called uh, Cersei. Very tight knit community. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody wasn't blood related, but you could never tell that. We yeah. started uh, on, on our whole street. Our neighborhood started. It's probably a couple miles long. Very rough road. I think they just redid it, so it's it's, it's nicer <laughs> now than when when we grew up. But uh, uh, the beginning of our community is uh, we had a guy named uh, Mr. Run. He was a a sheriff's officer back in uh, our, our town, and it goes all the way up to Mr. Uh, Willis Shepherd and Miss Ruth House. And every house between those two houses, and it's probably thirty or forty houses in between those two, uh, were like family, like mm-hmm. literally like family, like aunties and uncles. 
Uh, we had a, probably 100 cousins go, grow, growing up. Uh, we was hose pipe kids. Where, uh, we we drank water out of the hose pipe outside mm-hmm. and stayed outside all day long. And uh, we, like I said, it was a bunch of cousins of ours. And we would go to our grandmother's house and, uh, you know, hang out and stay on the weekend, sleepovers. And I tell my kids all the time, man, I wish they could grow up how I grew up in the country. You know, it was fantastic. Like I said, every house uh, on our street, uh, I could go in that house and I could get a hot meal. I could stay the night at that house or I could get my butt whooped at that house, you know. So it was literally a family uh, feel in every house and it was a very close-knit community. And it's, and it's the same way uh, to this day. So, uh, But grew up in, in Greenville, Alabama, a uh, little country town. And we hunt, fish, uh, played sports all day long and um, uh, it, it was a fantastic community, and I, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't um, have grown up a better, better place and with better people. So, uh, family, mom, dad, grew up with. Tell us a little bit about them. How how were they as parents to you, and then your grandparents? And you know, it takes a village to raise a kid. No question. So, yeah. how did that work out for you guys? You talked a little bit about that. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I start with, with my dad. Uh, my dad is, uh, you know, one of the, one of the greatest men men I I know. He he he's taught me so much growing up. My my mom and dad been together for, shoot, my sister's what? My, I'm forty. My sister's forty two, so over forty two years. You know, so uh, fantastic family, super supportive. I don't think they ever missed a, a game I, I I ever played in basketball, wow. football, on the road, home or away. Uh, they were super supportive. Uh, strict parents at times. Uh, we we grew up in the church. Every time the church door was open, we was there. On Sundays, we went to church a couple times a, a Sunday. We may go visit other churches, and uh, uh, during the week, we went to Bible study. Uh, we had to go clean the church up on certain days. We had uh, Wednesday night Bible study. So we grew up in uh, I grew up in the church. Um, my mom and dad uh, they're they're retired now, uh, so they sit home and we try to make sure they're comfortable and. Uh, uh, my my baby brother, uh, he's he's uh, ten years younger than I am. Uh, he owns his own trucking company. Uh, he still uh, lives uh, at home with our parents. He he takes care of them, and uh, he he he's the guy of our family now. He's he's the most talented guy I know. He can do he can do it all. Uh, my older sister, uh, she got a doctorate and moved to Birmingham. She's living in Birmingham now. A very close knit family, man. My 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 grandparents are. All deceased now, but uh, super close. You know, they were the rock of our families on both sides. My dad's uh, mom and dad. Uh, I mean, I, I spent more time with my granddad in, in, in Fort Deposit, Alabama, than I probably did with any of them. I remember going up there on the weekends, uh, hanging out with him, and taking, going hunting, fishing, and you know, spending the night with him a lot. Uh, it helped me out a lot growing up. And uh, uh, my my mom's parents uh, was on, in in that same Cersei community that we grew up in. Uh, spent a bunch of time with them. Like I said, all our cousins. We used to, that that was the rock of our our family on on, on my mom's side, and, and you know we used to uh, spend a lot of time there, family trips, and uh, you know like I said, all our cousins. We used to go down there. We hang out and spend the night at our grandmother's house, and uh, you know it's it's it, I I couldn't be more close uh, to 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 my family than than I grew up. You know, we're talking to Coach Sam Williamson, defensive line coach over at Tennessee Tech, and former Alabama Birmingham defensive end back in the day so man it sounds like a close-knit community a smaller community so let, let's take a look in comparison you have kids now and you wish your kids could grown up and or see 
how you grew up. So why do you, why do you wish they could see that? What's different today about kids today versus, you know, what you really relish about growing up in that small town in Greenville? The, the biggest thing I hate about that, Sam, is – uh, like my kids now, they got everything you can name as far as, you know, the, uh, all the, the iPads and cell phones and stuff like that, uh, PlayStation 5s, and they're, they're little spoiled little brats. Their mom is, uh, is, a, is a registered nurse. She does really good, and whatever they want, they get it. But that's not what I want from, from my kids. You know, I wanted them to be around family, uh, be around their grandparents more, uh, be around their aunt and uncles more, be around their cousins more. And with our profession and her job, you know, we're we're away from family. Both of us, uh, she lives here in Cookville also. Uh, both of us are away from our family. She, we're away from her family. We're away from my family. And our, and our kids don't get to see them as much as I would like to, for them to. Uh, they don't get to hang out and interact with their cousins as much as I like to. Uh, the community uh, the, where I live and, and where she lives, they have a couple friends around, but not like I grew up, Sam. Right. You know, I grew up where I, I, when I went outside on Saturday mornings, I didn't go back in the house, you yeah. know, till to, to to it was dark, you know, hanging out, playing sports and hanging out with my cousins and, uh, you know, like I said, just enjoying uh, the country life, you know, and I just wish my kids had the opportunity to go out and experience, uh, you know, uh, being around more than one or two people in their family, you, and you know, you could do that safely. Yeah, you know, back in the day, we yep. I remember and we talk about this all the time. But I remember going out and getting on the bike in my yep. neighborhood and just going anywhere. Yeah, and crossing the big road, yep. you know, going to the other neighborhood across, and never really thinking anything about it, and really getting in trouble because I didn't get home in time for dinner. Exactly right. You're, you're talking all day. Exactly right. You my know, mom and dad would let us go outside, and they would have no clue where we were mm-hmm. until, until evening. Now, it would get dark this start. All right, you need to make sure your butt's home by dark. But until, um, but up until all day, daylight, they had no worries. They knew we were safe. They knew anywhere on, on, in, in that neighborhood that we was okay. And me, <laughs> as tough as I am, tough as I try to be on my boys, if I let them go outside and play, shoot basketball, at the little, at, at, and, and I don't hear, about, hear from them, and, Within thirty minutes to an hour, I get worried. You yeah. know, I go try to find out where my baby's at. You know, and it, and it's just a different word because it's you can never trust other people. You know, I don't worry about my kids, but yeah. I worry about other people. You know, uh, you know, so making sure they're safe around others, and uh, and we didn't have to worry about that growing up. I think I think that's changed, uh, and you hit it right on the head, man. It's not so much your, your kids. I guess with some folks, it may be with all the. Uh, opportunities that yeah, they have nowadays and the technology yeah. and you know it's just it's just changed a lot it, but you know having that and i don't know that it's much different in a small town you know it used to be small town was a little bit different in in uh pace and yeah. you know you could it could be a little bit slower life yeah. and really more trusting and you know everybody and that type of thing i don't I don't know that that matters as much yeah, anymore. That's a good point. Because <laughs> when we grew up, we didn't have a PlayStation. You yeah. know, we didn't have a exactly. Facebook. We didn't have cell phones. So all we could do was go outside and hang out with each other and create, you know, you know, things to do. Uh, so uh, just the technology now and how how advanced the world is and so many other, uh, you know, things they can do just takes away from the family atmosphere, takes away from the 
you know, just the community feel of, yeah. of life, you know, with kids. No doubt. We're talking to Coach Sam Williamson from over at Tennessee Tech Football. He is the defensive end coach and also assistant head coach. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store. In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their show room and when it's delivered it's not a box on your step they're glad to install and set up everything office mark there's no other locally owned office store in the region south jefferson avenue across from hardy's shop local at office mart welcome back to local matter sports this is your host sam brooks got coach sam williamson defensive line coach at tennessee tech assistant head coach also let's uh let's jump back in and talk a little bit about uh when sports started to be something that you knew was going to be important to your life, you're a big guy. You had to be fairly big at, at the ages as you grew up, or, or did you grow late? Was it a late thing, or were you pretty pretty big and you know bigger than the other kids yeah. as you grew up? Yeah. Well, I, I, was, I was pretty tall growing up at all, I mean, ever since I can remember. But I wasn't as heavy and stocky as I was now. I grew up, Sam, being a, a basketball player. I was not I me. Mean, I wasn't a big uh, football guy at all. You know, I grew mm. up thinking I was Sean Kemp, uh, Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal. You know, I played a lot of uh, basketball growing up and uh, never really got into football heavy until my 11th grade year in high school. That's what I heard. You know, and my, my coaches always begged me to come out and play, and I was just big enough and athletic enough to be pretty good at, at, at football, you know. Uh, played tight end, played uh, all across the defense. Uh, well, really played defensive end and, and a little D tackle, um, and and started to get noticed by a couple teams and um, kept playing. Got a couple of scholarship offers and, um, and end up uh, saying, oh, "Okay, well, I guess I guess this thing can this can pay off for my family. You know, I can get a free education and go out and you know start my life and, and not put my parents in a." In a, in a bind financially, or put myself in a bind financially with all these student loans and all that good stuff. So I started to take it a little more serious. Started working out a little more, and uh, I put basketball to the side. Well, I still played, but I, I focused more on football, and uh, it, it ended up paying off for me. I got some, a bunch of scholarship offers, and came down to uh, my, my final three schools: of Louisville, uh, Southern Miss, and UAB. And uh, uh, the good Lord saw fit for me to go to UAB, and uh, the rest is history. So. Growing up playing basketball, so no man, no football till eleventh grade. That's very unusual, you know. When you get to the level that you got to, um, had to love basketball. Loved it. So Loved uh, it. did 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 you end up getting any offers in basketball along the way? No, I, I never got any offers. I was a lot better in my mind than I really was, you know. So pretty I never, tall. So I never got any offers. I, I, Alabama State talked to me a little bit, but they never offered me a scholarship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, you know, I, that's that's when I was uh, really. Uh, full full fledged for football, you know, because I could I, I saw myself, you know, having a future in that. And that's a lot of change. Uh, starting football as a junior, no question. And then no question. you know, recruiting has changed a whole lot. And we'll talk a little bit about that in the next segment. But recruiting's changed a lot. But back then, 
you know, coaches still kind of came around to practices. They still had a little bit of money to travel a little bit when mm-hmm. they could. Yep. Um, so I'm sure you had people coming in and, mm-hmm. you know, doing the the handshake, you know, putting yep. their hand on you and yep. feeling around. Yeah, of course. And, yeah. Yep. And, and so 11th grade, you're like, man, th- this might actually be something I could do. I Probably before that, you're thinking, I can't do that. Right, you know, yeah. I'm not one of those guys. Yeah, it goes back to, I mean, I, I never really liked football. At, yeah. at like, you know, I didn't. I won't say I didn't like it. I just never uh, saw a future in it and loved the game as much as I did basketball. Uh, but when coaches started coming around and start calling and start getting letters, uh, I was like, "Wow! I mean, maybe I can do this." And all my my coaches always told me, "Look, you you probably a better football player than basketball player." And I, and I didn't want to hear that until <laughs> you know uh, you know these Division One coaches started coming around and telling me that and talk to my parents and coming to see me and coming to visit the school. And all that good stuff. So uh, once that happened, I I, I, I I went into it full speed, mm-hmm. and it paid off for so me. So much change from your junior to senior year, as far as uh, your work ethic and what you put into it. You realize, hey, this could be no no question. Yeah, because uh, like I said, I, I didn't work out heavy at all. Uh, you know, basketball players don't work out. Yeah, you know, they I, didn't I mean, want them to. <laughs> yeah, they didn't, but uh, when I started, that's when I started putting on a lot of weight. And you know, Sam, I came in uh, at UAB, I was. 225 pounds you know wow. and i left there at 315 yeah. you know so um between my 11th grade year and, and, and my time at uab is when i really started you know working out heavy and, and trying to put on some weight trying to trying to make a, a you know a living of this thing and uh like i said it, it ended up paying off for me big time what was the first school i'm sure going into your senior you probably got some interest your junior year but going into your senior year what was the first school that contacted that you thought Man, this thing's gonna work out. Yeah, it was Southern Mississippi. Oh man, yeah, it, it was in the uh, Conference USA when I when we played at UAB. Uh, I, I talked. I, f- I forgot his, the coach's name. He, he called uh, and said he'll come by next week and see me. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, right. You ain't coming to Greenville to <laughs> see me. <laughs> and I just started playing football, and he showed up. And, uh, and 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 from there, I was like, wow, this 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 could be something something for real. And my second offer was from the University of Louisville. And then uh, UAB offered me last. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they wasn't my first offer. Uh, then Coach Coach Brown and Coach Vanderhayden, they, they recruited me so hard, man, so heavy. Coach Vanderhayden would come to the house and eat dinner with my family. Uh, they would bring three and four coaches into the school. And, you know, when you, you see a bunch of coaches coming to school, it make you feel like you, you, you're somebody. You oh, know? yeah. I felt good in front of my friends when they came in to recruit me. Uh, so they just showed me a lot more love than Louisville. Louisville by sending in one coach, Southern Mississippi sending in one coach. They did a good job, but they didn't send in the, the the support that UAB sent. You know, and it was plus it was close enough to uh, to home where my parents can come watch me play, but it was also far enough away where I can get off and have my independence too. Yeah. So that's why I chose to go to UAB, and it was one of the best decisions of my life. Yeah, interesting. On the coaching side, you think it was logistics more than anything? I don't know how far Southern Miss was. From Greenville, do you think it was logistics that Watson was able to get more guys down there to see, or he just really decided they wanted to get you? Well, I, now that I'm in coaching, I think it was probably more logistics because it's easier to get those guys down, and you can just spread out from there and just gotcha. go see stuff. But uh, you know, back then I said, you know what, I think these guys really like me. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't think about well, they only two hours up the road. It's easy for them to come. Southern Miss is four or five hours away. Louisville is a lot farther away. All those guys can't come. Uh, that's just the coach of me speaking now. But in high school, I didn't know that. Right. I, I wasn't thinking about that. So that's the love that they showed, which was a good tactic from Coach Coach Brown 
and that's what in-state guys do. You know, from for me now being in coaching, we talk about how I got into coaching later. Mm-hmm. But from being in coaching uh, now, you uh, you got to do a good job in-state, man. If you don't yeah. do a good job in-state, then you're gonna put yourself behind the eight ball. And UAB did a really good job in-state. We had some really good football players. Uh, in the state of uh, state of Alabama, that, there's that no I doubt. With and stuff, so, <laughs> we'll talk about a few uh, of them. Yep. Yeah, so uh, it's it's been pretty 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 good deal. That's awesome. So you you I'm here's where you it's tough for everybody, but you know you got to tell me about how good you were. <laughs> you know you, you, you had Uh-oh. to be good, or you wouldn't be Uh-oh. recruited by these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one the one thing that I found out in recruiting nowadays is really uh, prominent is the eye test. Yep. You know, size and speed yep. and that that matters a lot. No, of course. Um, a lot of coaches still measure heart too, yep. but uh, that eye test is very important. You definitely pass the eye yep. test immediately. Yep. And uh, 225 pounds coming out of high school and six five. Yep. Six four six five. Six right four there. six yep. five. Yep. I mean, you could go a lot of different ways with that. You could have been an offensive line. No, of course. I mean, there's, you could have been a tight end. Yep. You no, know, so, I mean, very, very recruitable young man. So, yep. uh, you know, your senior year, you had to have a really good year. You yep. know, what accolades did you get? I'm sure all conference, yep. all region. You know, what, what else did you well, get? Well, that was the biggest thing. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to coach or find 6'4", uh, 225-pound athletes that, you know, that can – that can move, change direction and stuff. And I felt like I, I was pretty athletic. I was I was a basketball player, you know, to moving over to playing football. So uh, I was the most athletic, voted most athletic guy in my senior class. Uh, you know, I had a, a bunch of accolades. I was a, a captain in um, uh, All-State. Um, in college, I was – I didn't have a lot of accolades in college coming out. But uh, I, I still feel like I was a good player, but I compare, uh, you know <laughs> – I started three years, my my last three years in Division One. That's highest level football. That's so big. I had to, I had to be halfway decent, you know. Yeah. But I, I also wasn't, you know, uh, a Roddy White he was one of my best friends. He was my roommate. He was a first round draft pick, you mm-hmm. know, all pro, Pro Bowl guy. And I watched him. Now he he's different, you know. That that was really good. I was just okay. <laughs> Those guys was really good. I played with a couple first rounder, Brian Thomas, who uh, got drafted by the Jets. Uh, he was a first round draft pick. Uh, Eddie Freeman got drafted by the Kansas City Chiefs. He was a first pick in the second round, so that's just like a first rounder too. So um, th- those guys were really good. And I was just, I was just okay. I yeah. won't brag on myself. I don't know about that. We'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk a little bit more about that. But yeah. uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're with Coach Sam Williamson from Tennessee Tech. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. We got Coach Sam Williamson in the house today, talking a little football. We get to the point, Sam, where you know you're. You're ready to go to college. You you finish your high school career, very good high school career, as we've talked about. And talk a little bit about going from the big fish in the small pond, you know, to basically starting over. Right. You know, you're a little fish in a huge pond right. now going into UAB, which is a good football program. Y'all did some good things right. while you were there, really turned the program around yep. and put it on the map, and that's evident by some of the – guys that you mentioned that went to the NFL right. and, and Watson Brown himself. And yeah. Talk a little bit about what it was like when you walk in there that first day, man, and now you're a little fish again. Yeah, uh, that, that's funny. Uh, you know, I tell guys all the time, you know, at, at Greenville High School, I was probably, I was, you know, probably one, I was the only one that got a Division One scholarship prize, so I can say I was probably the best one on our football team. But when you go to college, 
everybody was Sam Williams. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was the best football player on their high school team. You know, so uh, now you got to start over. You got to start over. You got to compete with uh, all the older guys that were there, and you got to compete with the guys that came in in, in your class. So now you got to reprove yourself. You got you got an uphill battle because uh, all the guys that's been there uh, for so long. They already head and shoulders above everybody else, and the guys that's coming in with you, they're all trying to prove a point and uh, you know prove themselves also. So, it, like you said, it's 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 day one when you get into college. Now there's no more uh, the best player on the team. You're you're at the bottom of the barrel now. You're trying to work your way up to even get on the travel roster. Like when I first got to UAB, I I, I didn't even travel. You know, I, I I stayed at I stayed at home when everybody <laughs> went to go play games. You know, so that's how good those guys were. Uh, and I had to work my my butt off to get to where I got to my last few years at UAB. As you go in there, talk a little bit. A lot of uh, young student athletes around here hear this show, listen to this show, because I get some feedback comments from them. And recruiting something we talk about mm-hmm. a lot. So talk a little bit about um, the speed of the game. So mm-hmm. to me, going from high school to college and being a wide receiver – uh, tailback in high school, actually, but moved to wide receiver. It was the speed of the game. Everything yep. happens so much quicker, yep. and I cannot imagine no. the speed of the game in the NFL. But the speed of the game for you, how how long did it take you to to get used to that? Oh, it was it was a while now. It it took a long time to get used to the speed of the game. Uh, like I said, uh, we were, we were we was a five A high school in Greenville, but we were no powerhouse. Uh, so we we didn't see great football teams. You know, we didn't go up and play the Hoovers of the world and Alabamas or the Thompsons of the world. Uh, and they weren't that good back then, but you don't understand yeah. what I'm saying. Uh, so we wasn't even a super fast high school team. Mm-hmm. you know. So what I was used to was upper echelon, not the top high school speed. And when I got to college, it was like, oh, my God, these guys are, are running like deers. You know, the, the, the defensive linemen run like – the receivers that we had in yeah. high school, you know, the the offensive linemen run like the running backs we had in high school. So it it, it took me a year or so to get you know uh, in the weight program to uh, get caught up with the speed of football. And and even then, you know, you still was was there. I remember my very first game I played in college was uh, was in the swamp. We played Florida. Oh, uh, and, and and let me tell you, that's back when they had uh, you know Rashad Caldwell and all those guys. And that was even a different speed. And I had, I had caught up to UAB speed. I had caught up to Conference USA speed. And then we went down and played in the Swamp my first game. And that was totally different. So it's just levels to it, man. It just, yeah. it, it just, it, it just levels to, to football, you know. And, it, and it's similar for you as a coach, you know, when, when you take uh, Tennessee Tech and, you know, you have what we call money games. Mm-hmm. And you go play some of those teams yep. like you're talking about. It, it, it is a – Preparing your team for that speed of the game is tough because tough. you don't you don't know till you're there. Exactly right. That that touches on something that we wanted to talk about. You know, when you, you go to UAB it, it, nowadays, five percent of if you're lucky, five percent of high school athletes yep. even get the opportunity right. to move on to the next level. And you know, Watson Brown was sold on you. That was your mm-hmm. first opportunity to meet yep. the Cook Villian, yep. Watson Brown, and. Uh, <laughs> He brought you in, yep. you know, got you ready for a year or two, got you on the field, you played, you started for three years. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about what it was like playing for Watson Brown because there's a lot of people out here listening that grew up with him, know yep. him, and would love to know about that. Oh, man, it was, it was fantastic. Like I, I tell people all the time, I, I owe Watson, uh, Coach Brown, everything. You know, I, I owe everything in my professional and adult, uh, adult life. You know, he, he saw something in me that a lot of people didn't see. Uh, he gave me an opportunity that a lot of people didn't give me. 
uh, and playing for him, it was it was more than just football with him. You know, he he cared about you as a as a, as a as a person. He cared cared about your future. I'll tell you a quick story. Like when we used to go on road trips, you know, a lot of people don't do this. Uh, you go to a road trip mostly. You go to the hotel, you eat your food, you have your meat, you get up next day and play football. Watson used to give us experiences. You know, I remember uh, just a, a few times he took us uh, you know, took us to the grassy knoll. I went up and sat right out the window. And I kneeled down right out the window where JFK was shot at. You know, he took us to uh, Pearl Harbor. Uh, you know, you walk across the bridge, you see the see the see the uh, the boats and the ships still down in the water with the uh, the oil, you know, uh, seeping out of it. Uh, he took us to uh, up in New York, and he took us to we went to play at Army. He took us to West Point, and we viewed the cathedral and talked. And they gave us a, you know a, a tour of uh, the the history of the Army. You know, just stuff like that, man, we'll never get a chance to do. I've never flown on a plane till I got to UAB. So he always wanted to make sure that we get to experience life. He always wanted us to make sure we understood how lucky we were to be playing Division One football. I was texting my buddies the other day, man. Uh, my, one of my friends, uh, he got back to work, and he said, man, I can't believe I got 50 emails today. I got to check all these emails. I said, brother, look, 50 emails. if I only get 50 emails a day, that's a great day. Everybody think their kid, everybody think their son, everybody think their football, uh, every coach think their guy can play college football. And that's just not the case. You know, so I get 200 emails a day of guys who think they can play. So I understood how lucky we were. And Watson always wanted us to take that in, to understand how lucky we were to play college football. And he always wanted us to make, uh, you know, memories and uh uh, you know, you know, take it in. So he's been fantastic, man, and and not just in at UAB. Um, even when I took the job here, and we get into that at some point. Um, yeah, let's go been, ahead. Let's go been, there now. What what got you into coaching? Uh, well, first, I, I never wanted to coach college football. <laughs> Ever wanted to coach college? I, I had no that. idea I wanted to coach college football. My my whole dream in life was to you know work for the Secret Service. Mm. I wanted to be one of those guys wear the shades and the suit. Uh, you know, protecting the president. Uh, type deal. So my, my my major was criminal justice, and when I got done playing football, I knew my I wouldn't I wasn't going to have a career in the NFL. I started working toward that goal, and uh, 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 took a couple tests, and I got offered a job in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and I was going back to UAB to tell Coach Brown that I got the job. And, and while I was working and training and, and getting ready for that and preparing for that, I was helping the defensive line, just voluntarily helping the defensive line. And uh, when I got offered the job in Tuscaloosa, I went back to tell Coach Brown that I got the job. I was excited. you know. And I remember this day like yesterday, uh, Miss Brenda and Coach Brown was in his office packing his office up because he was about to leave then. We didn't know what was going to happen at UAB. We thought Coach Sullivan was going to get the job, and you know, uh, and, but we knew Watson was leaving. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, Sam, I think you did a fantastic job with, us, with, with the guys while you were here. I think you'd be a phenomenal defensive line coach. I'm about to take a job at Tennessee Tech, play called Cookville, where I'm from, and never heard of T- Cookville, never heard of Tennessee Tech. I said, nah, Coach, this is what I always wanted to do. They offered me the job. I don't think I could do it. He said, just just think about it uh, and come back and talk to me tomorrow. And I thought about it, prayed about it, and I said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to try it, at least to keep me around football, because I still kind of had mm-hmm. small hopes of maybe uh, working out, maybe somebody called me and, you know, get in a camp or something like that. Uh, uh but I went back and told him I, I took the job, and that was in January of 2007. I told him I, I, I'll take it, and we got here. And 17, 18 years later, I'm still in Cookville, Tennessee. So 
Yeah, it was about, the best decision uh, of my life. And about four years later, you won the OVC. Won the OVC in 2011. And um, one of my highlights of my career, I never won a championship in anything. So, uh, And I know Cook, uh, Tennessee Tech hadn't done it in a while. And, uh, man, it was it was probably one of the the, the best years and, uh, of my life in 2011 when we won the championship and we could – you know, bring bring that back to Cookville, and you know, it, it, it was it was fantastic, man. Coach Brown is I, I I can't thank him, I can't repay him even close to what I would like to, you know. Man, so many so many storylines, and oh, I love to go God. in different directions yeah. on that. So we definitely got to bring you back for that. But I, I also uh, want to talk a little bit about Tennessee Tech. Mm-hmm. You got a really good defensive line. I in the games that I've seen, and of course I can watch it on ESPN now. The games I don't get to. Their way, the defense has really improved from last year. I'm talking points per game. Besides the two big game, you know what you would call big games right. and the money game. Right. Point totals right. are way down right. um, from what they were last year. So defenses have improved. Defense line's a huge part of that. And I know you're not alone on the defense line. You have some help there too. Yep. Uh, Co- Coach Council, Rico Council, is uh, uh, coaches our defensive ends and uh, help us. Uh, he, he played at Tennessee State. Uh, was a player of the year in our league, fantastic football player. I remember he used to come down here and uh, gave us fits. You know, he went on to play the <laughs> NFL for a while, and uh, he's he's been a fantastic help for us. And uh, I, I can't I can't uh, go on and uh, think this is all me without him. So, but yeah, we we've been really good on defense this year, man. We hired a new, new defensive coordinator, Adam Braithwaite, and he is the real deal now. Yeah, uh, we're lucky to have him here. Uh, super smart. Uh, and he he he's taking us to a, to a different level, and and we've been playing really well up front. I got some really good players, uh, Coach Coach Braith White and, and uh, Brandon do a good job on the back end, man. We uh, Coach Hatfield, those guys, man. We got a fantastic staff, um, and we we've turned this thing around defensively, and uh, yeah. we can go we can play with anybody defensively. Now yeah. we've been really good. One of the best defenses I had, uh, uh, I've been a part of, not I had uh, since I've been here. I know in 2011 we was really good. Really good up front, big, strong, physical, and uh, I think we may even be deeper now wow. than I was the year we won the championship in 2011 on the defensive line. So uh, we're pretty, we're pretty salty, man. But overall, we just we've been struggling to put put everything together. Right, you know, football is the ultimate team sport now. You know, you can be great at this uh, area and be bad everywhere else, or not as good everywhere else, and you won't be successful. Yep. Uh, so we just still. Struggling to put the ball in the end zone, you know, haven't been great on special teams, and uh, we're still f- trying to, uh, you know, put, put put that full game together to show people who we really are. Yeah. Uh, we got a really good football team. We got a good yeah. football team. We just haven't been playing well. You got to pull it together. Uh, you got to put it all together. You got to put it all together. Well, Coach, we appreciate you joining us today. Definitely going to have to bring you back real soon. Thank you guys for joining us today on Local Matter Sports. We'll see you next time.